When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 753 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined today by Ben Funky Askren, James Dean Raider, and you, especially you, and thankfully you. Otherwise, this is just us talking to each other, which would be fine, albeit pointless. We wouldn't have to get up so early to do that. And the news of the day, of the yesterday, and probably of the week, AJ Ferrari done for the year. Big bummer. Sad news. Coach John Smith announced on a radio show in Oklahoma yesterday. And uh, this was just several days after AJ broke his social media silence and said, I'll be back soon. He didn't put a a specific date out there, but he did say, I'll be back soon, um, which led you to believe he was going to make a run at at his second national title. But apparently that is not the case. So I don't know if something changed or, um, you know, maybe they didn't think the surgery would be necessary. But Coach Smith said a surgery is being scheduled for AJ. and um, But they think he'll be ready to go for next year, which is great news. But no five-timer for AJ. He will not meet the criteria for a medical exemption because he wrestled so much of this season. So huge bummer for Oklahoma State, for AJ. For really wrestling in general, you know, I think I said last week, you know, it's it's it, it's a good thing to have a personality like AJ, you know, in and around the tournament, right? And uh, him being gone, it does create new storylines. But bottom line is, it is a bummer. Uh, ben, Ben, your yeah. thoughts? No, I mean, especially when there was only two that could go for five, which would be him and Carter. And that's yeah. that's it, right? And now. Uh, that opportunity is out the window for him. Um, and then obviously Oklahoma State is a team um, without him. And they're, they're obviously struggling, right? They did not look great against Iowa on Saturday. But without him at the national tournament, they just don't have the horsepower to score a whole bunch of points. It's Yeah, it's tough without without AJ in, in the lineup. You know, you have two potential national champions. Now you're down to one. And, you know, after after the performance at, at Ballot the Ballpark, they've got a ways to go to if they want that team – of of guys to get towards the podium um yeah so bummer there get well soon aj and i think the next kind of we we'll we'll get to the bout but i think the, the implications of aj being gone are huge because you look at 197 and it is just anyone and i mean David and I were trying to talk. We're, we're talking about this morning. When has a weight been this actually wide open? Like we've, it gets thrown out a little bit, but like actually this wide yeah. open, it's been a long time. It feels like it's been a long time. I would, yeah, I, I'd agree. So one we thought about was uh, 184, 2011, when Quentin won. LeBlanc was the one seed. Grant Gambrell actually got third. <laughs> Hamlin was the runner up. Bozak was in that field. There were a bunch of dudes. Kevin Steinhaus. That one was, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty open. Yeah. There wasn't a clear favorite there. Then you look at, so now the new rankings, uh, Spay and JD updated them last night after the AJ News Uh came out. 
New number one, Max Dean, Penn State. Number two, Jacob Warner, Iowa. But you look at these guys, number one lost to number seven. Number two lost to number 11. Number three lost to an honorable mention, someone outside the top 24. Who, who do you Who? Buchanan lost to Owen Pence. Oh, Owen Pence. Rocky yeah. Elam, number four, has lost to 14 and 16. So this weight is is truly all over yeah. the place, up for grabs. Take your pick. And, yeah. you know, one thing that, that David said uh, as we were talking about this way is like, you know, it's just going to come down to who well, you look at the coaching staffs that prepare their guys the best. And then, you know, you can kind of draw your conclusions from there, um, what that will mean for this. But it's going to be huge. And I think it could be huge for the for the potential team race, right? Like if, if Iowa well, wants to get back in it, I think it's big. So I agree. I think, you know, when you talk about everyone loses to someone below them, um, you know, one of the things that says to me is that they have weaknesses in their in their game somewhere. There's there's relatively mm-hmm. big holes because otherwise how are you losing to someone that's that much lower ranked than you? And but so then you usually go, who has the least holes? And because if you have holes and you're gonna have to win three or four or five hard matches in NCAAs, your, your holes are often gonna be found. But kind of to your point, everyone has holes. So then it's a lot of me matchup dependent, being yes. lucky enough to be mad, not matched up a guy who can expose your weaknesses. And and the thing of this weight is I really believe there's going to be, man, from the round two on, there's going to be so many losable matches for high seeds because look how deep this weight is. Number 19, Jacob Cardenas. Number 18, J.I.L.O. He beat Jacob Warner. He's a Midlands champ. Yep. You got Luke Stout is tough at 17. I mean, even Braxton at 22, like, no one's going to be pumped to draw him early. Returning finalist at 15. Yeah, returning finalist, Nino, at, at 15. This is a, a dangerous weight class and tier, a lot of different kind of skill sets. You've got Max, who's really good on top, hard pace, reattack. You've got Warner, really uh, stingy defensively. Buchanan, really good reattacks. To me, Schultz is, like, maybe the most solid all-around guy. When you talk about... And this is a guy who was the two seed in DMP last year, and he lost to Pence. So, didn't Pence Pence headlocked him though, right? So Pence, I feel like, um, straight up beat Buchanan, but didn't he throw? It wasn't that how it was done. He threw. Schultz. I thought it was a weird scramble, um, but maybe you're right. It was Autumn. a maybe you're right. It was that, but I mean, his he pinned Buchanan in a cradle. I think. Okay, is that um, what it was all right. Um, so, so not highly dangerous individual. Yeah, apparently so. So um, for, for, I actually the, like your call on Schultz. He, he's very solid um, and doesn't have a high amount of weaknesses. And he does only have one loss this year um, to Buchanan, who's right. Buchanan's very good. And Buchanan doesn't have a lot of losses. And I, I guess he got caught in a cradle. Um, and then he has, obviously, the loss to Ferrari, which was really competitive. And Ferrari won't be in the bracket right. uh, for obvious reasons. So um, if Buchanan's a guy who could go really far, I think that's a pretty clear one. Um, you know, one of the things I think about Warner, because you mentioned you mentioned him, um, and this is something I think about a lot at the NCAA tournament. And actually, when you think about Mar- Marinelli, um, it's something that I kind of think about him. And I don't, I can't say this is 100% factual. This is just me thinking through people winning a lot of matches. When you can't go take someone down, put them in a bar and pin them or, or score a whole bunch of points. So you're up by seven or eight points and it's, and it's not competitive anymore. You're going to wrestle the whole seven minutes hard. 
mm-hmm. right? If if you're a one or two takedown guy, everything and Jacob Warner is a one or two takedown guy against pretty pretty much everyone in this field. He's a one or two takedown guy, and so if you're having those hard matches from round one, you know, and you're you're grinding them out every single time, that adds up after three or four or five matches. Or, or if you're on the backside, it's more, right? It could be six or seven or eight matches. Right. Those things add up big time at the NCAA tournament. Yes. So that's the thing, whereas, you know, someone like, actually, there's not a lot of guys with with serious top game in this weight. Max, I would say. um, Rocky Elam's got some sometimes little tilt series. All right. Um, Bolsek is is good on top. But most of these guys are just kind of, Nino, Trumbull. But obviously some of these guys are a little more, uh, Sloan's good on top. Some yeah. of these guys are a little more dynamic scoring, right? Where they'll go out and they'll get, because once you say say once you get three takedowns or something, and you're you're up by we'll say four points, they have two escapes. Um, everything becomes easier because now the other guy, you feel less threatened by them because you're up by four points, and then they're forced to make a stupid shot, and you get an easy go behind or yeah. right something to that effect. Yes, exactly. Um, we have that Pence, uh, the Pence Schultz Pence pin. Pin's pin of uh, let's see what happened of Eric. You can fast forward a little bit. Yeah, it's hard. <clears throat> it doesn't happen until the third. Oh, uh, oh, but that looks like he's gonna pin him there with a little neck wrench almost. It's right here. It's right here. He's got that bar. All little. Oh, my man hit a Peterson. Oh, he's my new favorite. I love him. <laughs> yeah, Peterson for the pin. Caught the arm. Ouch, dude. Peterson. He didn't pin him in a Peterson. To be you. clear, if you're just he listening, transitioned to the he, roll. He, hit he the, turned he, him into Peterson. He hit the roll. He hit the whale. I would have called that a whale roll. Then he caught right, the arm. Peterson. Peterson. Why, why is it? Why? What's a whale? What is a whale roll in comparison to a Peterson? Well, like, using your tail. Just, uh, just. Uh, what? Do we, why do we call that? All it was was just like a, in a Buffalo Gap. You just like hook the elbow and roll hard, and then then the you just like turn roll. into him and catch the arm. So, I mean, really, uh, and obviously, he actually didn't grab a leg, so maybe, maybe Peterson is not. But I kind of think of it as anything where uh, a Peterson, you, you you know, most people think of you can only have the back grip. I like any grip over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anything where your body is dissecting their body, right, where you can get them perpendicular on top of you, you could generally off-balance them relatively easy. Yes. So, anyways, that was how he got that, uh, that pin. And, yeah, 197. For- Wide open. It's wide open, yet uh, I think for Iowa, you've got to be hoping for best case, worst case. Best case, Jacob can win. Worst case, you need Maxine to trip on a banana peel once or twice. And he's going to be in losable matches, but you're hoping for some regression there. Um, that's that's a path for Iowa. Or it could be, it could work out that, that Warner or that Dean's just the best guy there. He's number one right now. So... With that, why don't we back up a little bit and talk about the bout oh. at the ballpark? Uh, we haven't got to that yet. There was no AJ Ferrari, but there was ten other matches, and I freestyle matches. There were some freestyle matches that weren't they, very close. They were not close. Uh, <laughs> that was uh, that was a bloodbath. It's funny because, like, uh, you know, like the Harlem Globetrotters. Like when they're playing the local mm, team, yeah. Like they kind of let the local team like be in it in the fourth quarter, and then they just turn up and they destroy them. It's like in wrestling, <laughs> yes. that doesn't happen. You're not get. There's no like free buckets. You're not leaving them open from three. The wrestlers just want to kill, and that's all. Maybe they did. we. Maybe our guys just need to know how to put on a show. 
What do you think about well, that? There, there, there's too much pride in the of giving yeah. up a takedown. It's like I'm not gonna give up a takedown to this guy. Like that. Yeah. That sends a sends a message. So, you know, just think about think about the classic wrestling room story. Yeah, this guy, the freshman, took me down, and then it like ignites someone. Then they just beat on this guy in the practice room just for like getting a takedown. Yeah. So imagine that on the grander stage. Were, were you like that at all, Ben? Like, oh, this dude took me down. He's gonna pay. By certain days, probably, yeah. Oh, oh, you had some some grumpier days. Uh, well, I mean, well, there's certain days where you want to. I don't know. At least I think if you're older, you want to work with some dudes and get them better, so you don't just beat their ass. Um, you know, and there's some days maybe you're feeling a little froggy and you're trying to get a little extra hard going, and so yeah, you do it. You know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the duel started with Mastro versus Ibarra, which was a. Probably the it was almost a huge upset. Almost, almost, and I got to know what you were thinking because I know what I was thinking. I just said what I was thinking when it happened. Me? I want to know what you were thinking. Thirty. I was thinking, good to- God, this is going to be a long night for our Oklahoma State if they can't win this damn match. Okay, thirty-eight seconds in, Mastro gets the match tying takedown. What were you thinking when he cut him? Um. I kind of thought he probably should. I, I, so I thought in normal situations, I would think cut is the easy easy decision. But in this scenario, I thought that, well, the ride out's going to be so simple. Why don't you just ride him out and go to overtime? That's what Nibar I thought. poses no threat on bottom at all. I was very surprised. I To me, it, yeah. and there was no deliberation by Oklahoma State. They really felt, and I think they saw that Jesse was, was fading a little bit. Right, yeah. uh, that was evident. Well, I just figured, dude, Mastro is going to ride this guy out, no problem, and yeah. then get it done in sudden victory. And he because really they, so the I mean the for for people who are doing the math on that, well, you know if if you cut him, now you're losing by a point. You you literally have 38 seconds. If you get, if you don't get the takedown, you lose. And if we go to double overtime, you have two minutes. And if you don't get the takedown in two minutes, then we're going to rideouts. And Mastro is going to win the rideouts. Like um, if yeah. you if they go a hundred times. He's going to win the rideouts like 98% of the time. So, yeah, I, because of that, I was kind of surprised. So, Mastro was clearly limited with his knee. Uh, he was not the same guy. He wouldn't go under Jesse. So, there's some serious limitations there that were, I think, negatively impacting his performance. I don't think that's... Yeah, that was an eyebrow racer. That's, that's not in dispute. Down in the second. Well, when you don't go under Jesse, I mean, that, you have to figure that's a, almost an automatic... Well, it's kind of weird, though, that he didn't go underneath him because he got taken down and he got up on the takedown. So I was kind of... I, I think like, there's something... Just that. bending the knee was really pa- painful for him or something. Um, that, that must have... I mean, to me, I I watched that and I'm like, this was disgust. Like, I don't want to go under anyone. I just need to win on my feet and try to gut it out. And I mean, gut it out, he did, because that, that was a tough win. And Tom Brands was, like, very complimentary of Jesse, like... Just that he competed in in a match against a, a ranked D one guy, um, and the void left by Spencer and now Drake is is pretty apparent for Iowa. Well, but, but Drake's allegedly going to be back. Allegedly, and our uh, my 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 sources on the ground. Oh, the sources on the ground. Yeah, Caleb Piles said. That he <laughs> oh saw, yeah, he said Drake. Was drilling shots and go behinds, and Caleb thought he looked good. So, take it to the bank. Uh, nice. 
Jake Allen, national, national champ. Jake Allen, yeah. national champ. Uh, but no, he was working out. He was with the team. Does that mean he'll be back? I don't think the decision's been made yet, but you got to figure that. He, well, Nebraska he struggles. At, Nebraska's their last match, and Nebraska's not very good at 125. So, you know, maybe they put him in there, or I guess, or else they're waiting just Big Tens, and that's it. But he will, he'll be probably unseated if he goes to Big Tens or, or low-seated. Well, um, he might be seated. He does not have a lot of wins. Hmm. Let me let's look. It says he's thirteen in the Big four. Ten. Thirteen and four. I mean, but but it, it's really in the Big Ten. So <coughs> Cardani and D'Agostino and Schroeder. That's that's gonna get him a decent seat. Yeah, actually, but he's got three losses to McKee and a loss to Heinzelman. Yeah, maybe that gives him a decent seed. Yeah, let's look at. We should pull up the Big Ten rankings and see where about he would fall. I, I think he'd get a decent a decent seed with. With that ledger, it's not that's hmm. not that bad. Big. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like uh, feels like one of those things where, and obviously we know he's actually injured, not sitting out, but like where someone gets a few good wins and they sit out to maintain their good seed. Yeah, but that, I don't think that's happening, dude. I think he'll be the yeah. six. Um, okay. Behind Suriano, Hildebrandt, Barnett, McKee, Heinzelman, who have wins over him. Seven is D'Agostino. Eight is Schroeder. Nine Shaver. Ten Cardani. I think that's right. I think he's even with the m- amount of matches he's missed. I think he'd be the six, which puts him okay. Arnett's corner and Hildebrand semi. It's honestly perfect if you're if you're Iowa because you're opposite Nick and yeah. and McKee who you're zero three and Heinzelman who you're who you lost to. It is tricky because Diagostino beat McKee. McKee. Yeah, that's a good point. So they'll have a tough and, – and maybe they punish Drake for missing so much time and he ends up the seven or the, or the kind eight. of fair. Which I th- yeah, that would be fair. But it's also you can't ignore the fact that he beat D'Agostino Schroeder yes. and Cardani. D'Agostino also didn't wrestle the first half of the season. Yes. That's a good point. Is They punish him for not wrestling the first half. But the first half is usually not Big Ten matches. I mean, right? The Correct. Big Ten schedule usually starts second week in January or whatever. True. Okay, and then – uh, 133, the match of the night, the one we were looking forward to the most. Dayton Fix versus Austin DeSanto. What did you think about this match, Ben? Uh, kind of how it materialized. Uh, I didn't picture it as a two takedown match. I thought it'd be one, you know three two is kind of what we were. Yeah, or, yeah I'm an idiot uh, for taking supposing. the fix Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, I beat you dudes again. Woo! Okay, what's hold the, on. What's Back the score? Face. I whooped you another week. Another week. Another Ben Askren W. I gotta, I gotta okay. tally up the totals. I didn't. Well, you um, say whoop is like winning by one. Hey, listen, I beat you. Stop making excuses. I didn't make okay. an excuse. So, um, the Dayton fix and and um, DeSanto match. Uh, the second takedown, I think you know DeSanto was being a little overly aggressive, and that was why Dayton was able to get the. I, I think it was a duck under. Um, but again, I guess I was surprised, shocked almost. That they had DeSanto ride. We said this in the RBY match. DeSanto's just not that good on top. Why are we wasting time there? And, like, he didn't get reversed like he did in the RBY match. But he was not in good position on that leg ride. And, you know, they ended up stalemating it. But he was really, like, off to the side, dangling. He was hang- hanging on for dear life. He was not being effective on top. I don't know why they keep wanting him to be on top. I don't I don't get it. Well, I feel like... Austin is good for a a solid thirty second ride against just about anyone, which is that's 
That's something. Fair. Okay. But yeah, I don't understand when he wants to cut. They want him to ride, and you know he's going to need some time for a takedown, right? At that point in the match, I don't necessarily understand it either. But um, what to me the the most interesting thing was. And you, I don't know how you can watch that match and not think Dayton's pulling away a little bit. When yes, Dayton, in the first match, there were no takedowns, although Dayton was close. In the second match, Dayton's takedown was a pure counter uh, leg defense yep. takedown. And now this one, it was two offensive takedowns off of, mm-hmm. I would say, DeSanto's forward pressure which is something yes, I fair. thought would be available to Dayton in the first two matches, but he wasn't, right? So he got two really strong attacks and finishes and was able to mitigate the pressure from DeSanto pretty well. He did like, look tired a little bit. Uh, I think, I think bit. listen, he probably was. You get tired. I, was, I mean, yep. you, you wrestle... But he so I'll say sorry. I yes, I that was too simple of me for to say. He he looked tired to the point where I thought it may start affecting him, but it didn't. That that's a more accurate statement. Yeah. Um. The other thing, Dayton's a legend. I you know what yeah. I thought about it that day about what he was going to do with the weigh in. Like, is I was going to say cool, go weigh in early. You know, whatever. And and I thought, ah, there's no way they're freaking doing that. And then, but so I didn't. I never asked. But then you guys said he wrestled his match. He wrestled his match. Freestyle, and then he went and weighed in thirty minutes later. Yeah, that's freaking awesome. That is awesome. Um, and it would have been cool to see if uh, you know if he wrestled an Iranian and got a really challenging match, like how that would have affected or not affected yeah. him. But he got off the mat after his international win and was point one under. Um, so it like kind of threaded it perfectly, made weight, and then yeah, got got a big win over over Austin who. Other than he was Austin was pretty close, relatively speaking, to one takedown on like kind of like a go behind, almost like a near side cradle position, but yeah. Dayton was able to square up and avoid any uh, avoid any points. And so, when you look at one thirty three, it still feels like it's Roman and Dayton, and then kind of Desanto on an island where no one under him can beat yeah. him. But can he go with these guys? We'll see. Now, what will be interesting is Austin will get another crack at Roman at Big Tens. And I think of the yeah. two, Austin – or excuse me, Austin's best matchup with those 33s, He, I think he does match up better against Roman. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Ooh, sorry, I yawned. Yeah. Jeez. Dang, Sleep- I almost covered the line on the next match, though. Sleepy Ben Askren, they call him. No, I'm great. I'm great. I just said he yawned. Yes. So I then, really last night. I got some good rest. Good. So forty-one. You know, you go through the first three matches here at this match, and you're like, "This is going perfectly according to plan for Oklahoma State." You get the wins at, at twenty-five and thirty-three. No bonus for Jaden at forty-one. Things are going great, and then um, it, you know they lose the next two, and it's basically a game set match for for Iowa. Uh, what were your thoughts on forty-one, though, Ben? Um. Yeah, I mean, it materialized as about as I thought it would. Uh, I, I took Young, the only one to take Young. I lost by half a point, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking maybe he would win a scramble, you know, like get one takedown, and that, that would be good to keep it close enough, four and a half. Um, yeah, it was about what we expected. Yeah. 
I think Young, so much of his offense is getting to the leg and then, all right, let's figure it out, the finish. And it takes a while. And he's all like here or super extended. And I just thought that's just that just plays right into what, what Jaden does. But to to his credit, he, he made it tough. You know, he's not easy to yeah. score on. And so he mm-hmm. was able to hold it to a decision, which could have been a big deal. Um and he's he's a guy at forty one. I'm curious to see how he does at Big Twelves and then NCAs. I think he's gonna be a qualifier. He's obviously got the he's got a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Hey JD, I'm gonna compliment you on your lines again because that one that one was yeah. half a point. Uh Fix was half a point. Bull was half a point. Kemmer he was a point and a half. Warner was half away, a though. point. Take down away, yeah. yeah. Warner was half a point. Cassiope was half a point. Yeah, but the Assad gear Good one. Line. Pick him. Shut up. Oof. We all took gear. That was that was easy money. That was. I easy. did not think. No, I mean, no one line. thought it was gonna be that bad. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be a five-two-six-two. It blew uh, the major. You know, Eric gets a takedown and rides for a long time or something like that. Is kind of how I thought it thought was me. Hey, the other thing that we should talk about is there would have been three instant deaths in here. Yeah. Oh, there's so much riding. It was like so much riding. The Murin yeah. Murin G match. He rode for forever in a day, and it was well, all there was these no instant deaths in that one. I don't think right. Doesn't it was, matter. It was Kemmer, still Gear, likes... and Cass all would have instant death them. Yes. Um, well, the thing about the Murin is, it, and this is young, <laughs> but I, I don't know. We should. We should. You know, I, I have mixed feelings on this. Is because obviously, if someone gets to the feet on bottom, you have to mat return them in order to then break them down and then turn them. There's no other way to do it, right? That's the only way. But when the only thing you're doing riding is mat returning someone, it sure feels like it's stalling because you're not doing anything. They just keep getting on the feet and you keep pushing them out of bounds, or you know, uh, they, they like to lock in the crotch one and lifting right there. And so between uh, Murin and Caleb Young, shoot, they might have had freaking 27 mat returns. Yeah. Is this, uh, I mean, I, so do you feel like it, do you feel, I mean, you said, you know, I said, I feel both ways. Do you feel like that's stalling or not stalling? I feel because like to me, I, I feel like I was seeing the new evolution of gaming, the drop down ride. Yeah. That's how sure. I felt. I felt like, all right, here, this is the new game. Let them get up. And now let me make it about finishing leg attacks and accumulating riding yeah. time. And maybe that's a, I think it's more dangerous game to play than just, literally lining up and dropping down. But because if they're on their feet, it's it's a little bit tougher to, to yes. pull the leg in. But even still, I I, I don't know. It just, it just didn't feel like top wrestling to me. It just felt like this new... It's so many mat returns. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's annoying. Is, this, is that Shane Sparks? Is that the dream, Shane? Really? That's the match? He probably uh, loved it. That was the perfect yeah. intersection of Max Murin and mat returns. Yeah, I mean, man, once they get to once they get to their feet, so many times it's like, I, I, yeah, like I said, it's like you have to bat return them. You can't just let them go. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're gonna if you're gonna turn them, but when one guy, when literally the only thing he's doing is mat returning, it's like I, I feel like he's just you, like you should just be forced to let them go. When they get to their feet five times, you suck on top. They they get they get free. Something to that effect. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, but Mirren, I thought looked good. I mean. G yeah two takedowns I don't even know if G got uh got to a leg you know he he got the reversal and he kept looking for a reversal but he never he wasn't able to generate any offense um yeah nor really was Wyatt Sheets 
I thought he yeah, might be able to. Feels the same way. He didn't attack much, and young. He's never had very good insta death, right? <clears throat> what? Oh my gosh! I just uh, he he. Uh, I, I want to say. Uh, you can't stop I thinking about insta. <laughs> I wanted to say he's never had really good leg attacks, and I'm watching everyone. I'm scrolling through the Facebook chat. Everyone's talking about insta death, and I said he doesn't. He doesn't have very good insta death. He doesn't have very good insta death. <laughs> he didn't hear. Uh, he was not able to insta death or anything resembling it. He uh, <laughs> he had some nice fakes that seemed to be getting decent reactions, but he didn't follow up much with with any with any offense. And Young got in on a nice high crotch. He was able to get the finish. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty much it. Wait, but, so but I'm not wrong, right? He's never had good good, good leg attacks. He's got good White like sheets. elbow control stuff. He's got like an elbow control high crotch and duck. But when he beat Young, it was like I think it was a counter cradle that was big, and then he rode, if I'm remembering correctly. So yeah, he's not known for his prolific leg attacks, but he's, yes. he's good. The 65 was interesting because I didn't know what so. Bull got the f nice, nice right away. Down. Yeah, right away. But then Whitlake could not get generate much offense. But was he? Was it just me? I mean, it wasn't just me. He was slapping his legs. I did. Did Wait, you notice who? this? I didn't notice. Whitlake. Oh, he kept mean? like, like hitting his thigh. Like maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's a uh, Tourette's tick or something. I don't think so. I think he was trying to. I don't know what he was. I don't know what it was. Maybe JD can pull it up. But definitely in like yeah, the pull third... it up. I, I definitely did not notice this, Christian. He was slapping his thigh. Um, he was maybe he was yeah. thinking of a song in his head, and he was slapping. Tyler, if you pull up the match at about the six minute mark, you can see it. Okay, we got some thigh slapping. Yeah, no, I didn't. I did not notice this. I just thought, you know, man, I thought we were gonna get that line for sure once Marinelli gets that first takedown, like ten seconds. I'm like, oh, this is done deal, and then he just. Shuts down and doesn't get another one. I was I was I was highly annoyed. I'll tell you that much. Both because the wrestling didn't have a lot of action and I didn't cover my line. I know. I feel like that I was when we were doing the Iowa Penn State duel. All you would talk about was like how things were impacting the lines for your pickup <laughs> contest on FRL, not the actual match. Well, that makes people want to listen to FRL more. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. so we're gonna wait. I thought we were getting to the. Uh... I don't think we're getting there. Oh yeah, Ty accidentally or Tyler accidentally clicked the ad. Now he's. Go uh, buy a dollar, Matt. Go buy a dollar, Matt. <laughs> They're great. So we're gonna here. He's pulling it up here. Whitlake versus Marinelli. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So listen. Wait. Did you guys before we pulled the thigh slapping up? Did you guys have the same sentiment as me that um, once Marinelli got that first takedown, he was gonna win by a handful? I thought he oh, might have a think... couple more. Yeah, I thought he would get another takedown at least. Yeah, I'm not um, seeing the thigh slap. I thought he, I thought he looked good. I, th I feel like Bull since the Cartel loss has looked really good. I thought this was a there. Did a there's a mini slap there. You could probably pull him in. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Oh yeah. See? Oh is he, yeah. He's like he's, he's he's singing in his head. He's tapping Go back the rhythm 10 seconds, or something. Tyler. He did it, but he did <gasps> it. Saw it. He did it several times. Maybe it's a Tourette's tick or something. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he was trying to get. I think he wanted Marinelli to shoot in, and maybe he could win a scramble. But he he kept doing it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what it means. Maybe mean nothing. Nobody yeah. knows what it means. Yeah, no, you're right though. He does keep doing it very. <laughs> he does keep doing it a little bit. Yeah. 
So Bull gets it done. 3-2 win. Kimmer oh. over Plot. Uh, when Bull did the uh, the uh, bat swing after yeah. Dayton, I was really hoping he was going to Bo Jackson. Oh, and he yeah. slapped it. That would have been great. That would have been a good touch. Uh, he kind of like uh, just slapped a little double against the shift there. Yeah. You know, a little, little taparoo. Dayton had the big swing. Uh, ben, this place was awesome. The at the baseball field, there's a, yeah, I think a few little things that could make it cooler, but it was. I texted a really you, cool thing. Christian. You couldn't really tell how big the crowd was on the broadcast. They said um, like like twelve thousand was the number I heard. Okay, so that's yeah, really that's a really crazy. strong crowd for wrestling. Um, I think if the mat was closer to the people, uh, it was because it was like think about it. So it was it, basically over second base. The uh, the mat mm-hmm. was, and the people were like you know behind home plate. The mo- no, the there was mat side a lot of a decent amount of mat side match or oh, seating as well. Yeah, they were coming up behind me and yelling. They were serving alcohol um, in the ballpark and it oh, was being yeah. consumed. It was being Good. consumed. <laughs> Libations. Well, they got so, this party. They got this Texas Live thing right next to it, which is basically uh, like yeah. just a, a really cool like bar, tavern place. So, but it looked like there was like. There was even more mats, so you can see the two mats there, right? Yeah. But was there like more mats? What was that? Was there a tournament there? Or what was going they on? They did a Why little kid. So many mats? They did a little kid takedown tournament in the morning, back there, and then those were warm up mats. Dang it! I wish I knew that. Got it. I entered Caleb. I, I had no idea either until I showed up early. Caleb needs that mat time. <laughs> he gotta get mat time. States uh, this week. It's actually really next week. next week. Are you going? Yeah, rookie states. Get some. Also, there were giant screens, so yeah, even this, if you were not like right up next to the mat, you could still oh, see just yeah. fine. The pyro was great too. It was, it was man, production wise, like in in the in house in venue. Obviously, I, was, I thought our production was killer too, but like the in venue overall thing was super pro. Very fun event to be. Are they coming off uh, guard with those fireworks during the national anthem? I didn't know that was happening. <laughs> I know that was. I didn't know you're allowed to do that. Indoor fireworks. In Texas, no, there are no laws. Indoor fireworks. We do uh, what we want here. Tremendous. Tremendous. Plot, Kimmer. Kimmer looked great. Not a lot to say Plot, other than not not competitive, but he didn't freaking finish his takedown. Don't these guys know we're trying to win contests here? And he could have went and got take. Go get another takedown, Michael Kemmer. It would have been easy. Just go get him. Easy for you to say. Warner, an 11-3 winner over Sticka. Perfect line there by JD. Sticka, you know what? He kind of impressed me. He's got a lot of fight and heart. He he got a lot of fight. He ain't very good at wrestling though. <laughs> He's at eighty four. And then uh, Cassiope versus Cerber. There was an interesting scramble there early, and then Big but Tone had to. He took big over. Tone, big Tone him. Yeah, he did because he do. So unfortunately, there really wasn't very many good matches in this duel. Like that were actually competitive. I mean, you really only had the first one, which we didn't expect. Fix uh, and DeSanto, and then Wilt Lake and. Uh, Marinelli, none of the others were really very close. Yes. It really got away from the boys at the end. It did. John Smith was notably, visibly pretty perturbed with their performance and the lack of, I think the lack of offense was what bothered him the most. And Yeah, I, think- I tweeted, you made a comment. Um, was it you? Uh, it was some, I was either you or uh, who was, was it Bader with you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when Gear got the takedown, that was the first takedown they had since 133. 
Yeah, Bader, so made, that Bader made that comment. That's insane. From 41 to 74, and I was like, oh, damn, he's right. That's freaking crazy. Yeah. Not just, part of that is they spent a lot of time on bottom. Yeah. That's part of it. Do you think that is more credit to I was writing or something with Oklahoma State not being able to get out? Um, I mean, I was particularly stingy on top. Yeah. You know, they, they they work harder with the mat returns, which, like I said, I have mixed feelings on whether it's stalling or not. Um, and I think in some situations it clearly is, and in other ones it's more up in the air. Um, but they work harder at the mat returns than, than almost anyone, so that that's part of it. And but yeah, teams should be working more on like clearing as people get to their feet. And maybe that's, I mean, going back to Desanto. It's just, is Iowa's just mantra just like, man, no free points. Just make them earn every single thing, and they're trying to get DeSanto in that vein. Yeah. The difference being DeSanto's wrestling Dayton Fix, not you know G or Sheets or someone that's well, a little more. But the other idle. difference there, too, Christian, is uh, he was losing, losing. both matches going into the third period. Yeah. I would like yeah. to see, like, um, I mean, Austin's best turn that he has, like, actually from top is, like, he gets the hammer lock, he puts it on the back, and he does that, like, Sort of suck. What, what do you call that tilt where you get the hammer lock and you get chest yeah. to back? And you come... I, I hate that tilt because, listen, if I get your arm on your back, I'm going to pin you. So why, why, why are we bothering tilting people when we just pin them? This is dumb. Okay. <laughs> Different strokes, apparently. Uh, listen, the, the whole goal of wrestling is to pin someone. You get the arm on their back, you just crank on their neck, they can't stop you, punch it over, pin them, be done with it. Don't don't be fancy and try tilting them and nonsense. It offends me when someone tries to, to show that tilt. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we got we got their arm on their back. This is all but over, folks, if you know what you're doing here. Stop trying to tilt someone to be fancy. Just turn them over and pin them. <laughs> there you have it. I don't, so I, I don't know what it's called because it's dumb. Okay, it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, Oklahoma State at times has had th- thematically issues uh, for their team underneath. That's one thing that John has he has said before. I forget after one year, he's like, hey, we got to get better on, on the bottom. Um, yes. And this, so maybe it's a little bit of that, a little bit of – I think it's probably a little bit of both to uh, have a mm-hmm. bit of a cop-out answer. Uh, but I was got a, a test or one of the few teams with a test late. Uh, Penn State's – I think they have one more match, and then they're done. They've got, I think it's Ryder. What do you mean? Before well, Big Tens. Before Big Tens. Whereas, like, oh, Iowa okay, has, okay. Iowa's got Nebraska. So that's a very, yes. very tough very duel. match. Yes, very solid. Um, so we'll see them. That's on Sunday night. Sunday night is going to be tremendous, to use Ben's word. He loves saying tremendous. And I think it's apropos here because we're going to have Iowa, Nebraska, and Virginia Tech, NC State. Oh yeah, we're getting that duel. Nice. Okay. How sick is that? You can watch with us in the watch party. Yes, you can. We had the wildest watch party ever on uh, <laughs> on Friday. We were all you in guys the got hotel. hammered or what? <laughs> no, no alcohol or drugs were consumed. Ben, it was just, it was just like you know, six six people in a in a hotel room. Six that, dudes, just guys being dudes. Room. We had six. Totally we, we had seven pizzas. It smelled terrible. Shout out to Kozak Ooh. for letting us bring all that pizza in there. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. If you tuned in, it was. Uh, we appreciate it. Okay, other things happening. There was a lot. One, Keegan O'Toole pinned Anthony Valencia, which darn. Dude, it, but I didn't get to watch this match. Did you? Did you see previous? Oh, he he was he did something really stupid, and uh, uh, that happens sometimes. Well, he was winning the match clearly and got in a takedown, and then and then kind of. 
got a little slapped on the finish and got in a situation. And it, he could have very easily just gave up two, but he went to try to put him on his back, and he got rolled through to his own back. He almost got Valencia. Yeah, yeah, he rolled through his own. So he gave oh, up Shane Griffiths. So it, was, <laughs> it was six to six after the second period. And then Valencia chose bottom. God knows why, and Keegan just pinned him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you serious? That's how it materialized. Yeah, I don't know why he chose bottom. Yeah. So he was up 6-2, so it was what? Two takedowns and escape because Keegan chose bottom. How did he have the six points? So it was two takedowns and escape, and I don't know how he got six, the six point. Um, and then, so oh, I don't he got he, So Valencia, he, so he got a takedown. Valencia got a reversal. He got an escape and then an escape and then a takedown. So he was up 6-2 to two and got in on a deep shot, kind of got a little sloppy on the finish. And then they got in a scramble, and then he got in a situation where he, he could have bailed because it was a kind of a sketchy situation, and he tried to put Valencia on his back, and he got rolled through to his own back, gave up four, so 6-6, six, six, and then Valencia chose bottom, and he decked him. How did he pin him? I don't know why Valencia chose bottom. I can't bottom. find the Cradle, match. Cradle I can't win. find the match. Now you know my pain, Christian. You guys always make no. fun of me. No, we're not making fun. Hard I don't... Find. No one can find it. Even Dude, J- I was, JD's I was, young and he yeah. can't find it. So I think that it's Pac-12, so Pac-12 insider. It's not just Pac-12. It's Pac-12, Pac-12 insider. insider. There are Pac-12. no Pac-12 insiders. There's no one. Let me complain. Can I complain here for a second? Go off, So King. I try to turn on the match. I'm watching international, the Flow Wrestling International on one time, and it's, it's every match is 10-0. It's hard to get into because they're all non-competitive. Yeah. Um, and so then this match is coming. I'm, I'm going to watch this match also. And uh, I turn it on, and just this commercials playing for a Pac-12 Insider, and uh, they play commercials for like 15 minutes. I was getting on text with uh, Keegan and Peyton's dad, like, "Am I on the wrong channel? Like, am I? What am I doing here wrong?" And sure enough, wrestling match came on after like 16 minutes of commercials. It was that's so weird. Maybe that's where the point was, was deducted. Delay of match. Did you see that both Delay teams had a point? <laughs> Did you see that? I think that was at 97 because I uh, I clicked off after 97 and um, I I it was like it was kind of uneven in the third period you know where it was it wasn't super close and I, I walked to get something and then when I came back they it was one point less on both team scores so I I don't know what is uh, delay what of match happened. no no I think he's joking a delay match no no in it's, the box score the box scores it says both teams were deducted for. Uh... The delay of match. I don't know. Right? It happened at 197 because I'll tell you the team scores changed when I came back from 197. Okay, but if you pull, if you deduct a point from both teams, that why maybe they started fighting? Point? I don't know. I'm not sure what happened. <laughs> that would delay I, the it match. It was 197 because I know the team score. It was third period, not a lot of time left. I went to I don't know take a piss or do something. I came back and I noticed wow that both teams got deducted a point. <laughs> Can you just tell me how Keegan pinned Anthony? I just told you inside cradle. Oh, inside I don't know cradle. Why, but yeah, but bottom. I don't know why. Okay. Well, you got you got to get that get that free point, Ben. It was a fight. Really? Really? According to producer Tyler Walker and Nell Fleet, opened up the scoring against Rocky Lum. A controversial fight ended in a four to two loss for North Fleet as AC lost a critical challenge to seal the victory for Elam. Wow. What so I don't know why that that line that was one of your not so good lines. You had Elam at negative five and a half, and Norfleet's really good. I know he majored him last year, but that was I said wrestlebacks matter. Wrestlebacks are yeah. yeah. Some, sometimes people are sad, and you you never consider the sadness. They just roll today. over. Yeah, I considered it a little, not as much as I should have. So yeah. uh, Missouri beats Arizona State, continuing a very tough uh, 
schedule for for Missouri this year. Uh, Mako wins. Oh, what? Mako had a notable result. Uh, I thought. So no, he I... tech followed him. It wasn't super competitive, and he he'd been, he he missed a few matches. And Har- Harmon did a great job uh, while he was gone. Jacory, a three-one sudden victory winner over JQs. Super uh, boring match. Super boring. Uh, so yeah, those are some of the notable. Parco over Edmund three-two, but that was that was. Good. I mean, Edmund Edmund wrestled him hard, but he just did something really. St- Stupid in the third period, and I uh, just went for something that just wasn't necessary to go for, and, and gave Parko a relatively easy takedown. Just not not good decision making. Got it. So the best yeah. duel of the weekend was oh. undoubtedly you and I versus Iowa State. That oh, was that was good. I watched that. that was amazing duel, start to finish, pure. Um, oh, but they screwed my guy Gunderson. What the, the heck? And that was the duel. That was the duel right there because Bastida got the major, but it would have been 6-0. Would have been a lot tougher. I kind of felt like at the end, Bastida could get as many points as he needed to. He was just – it was it was close well, to what if, will. Uh, Christian, what if he holds him on his back for a while there, you know, and then it's 6-0 or 6-1 with ride time uh, at the end of the first instead of 2-0 the opposite direction? No, that for sure would have had a – yeah, yeah changed, so people changed everything about the match. Yeah, if people don't know what we're talking about, Gunnarsson has a, a wicked win Dixie. Yeah, let's pull it up. He's got a wicked win Dixie, and his feet are like they come together, but they're not sit, they're not crossing. And the ref mm-hmm. stops it and gives a penalty point, and then stops and reviews the footage and says, "No, it's not actually a penalty." But then it's like, "Hold on, you took this guy off his back, and you're not rewarding the guy who you stopped the action against." You know. So I think it happens at like uh, maybe a minute forty five. It's a minute thirty into um, a minute thirty in the first period. Yeah, halfway through the first period. So yeah, this so, was yeah, this bonus point was huge. Bonus point because uh, yeah, it was a dual termer. The heavyweight match was super close. Right, right here. Go, rewind there like two seconds. Yeah. All right, pause here. Reinsen. So yeah, Reinsen goes head in. So it's a double leg, but the head ends up on the inside, um, and he lifts him, and Gunnarsson goes win Dixie. And look, he's on Ooh, his back. He, but did they did they cross for a moment? They did not cross. It no, was like a half touch. cross. They don't yeah. cross. So if yeah. they cross, I'm be honest, I don't know. The, I don't know the rules. Uh, well, they, they obviously waved it scissor. off. There was no. There was no penalty, guys. Yeah, I mean, they looked at it and determined there was no penalty. So I guess boom. Not. So I mean, he he's being held. He also didn't call a penalty. Here. He called potentially dangerous. No, no, he called a penalty initially. Oh, yeah, he did this. No, he That's, did this. That one is potentially this dangerous. Is potentially. And he didn't award a point. Wait, Man, what, would, what would be potentially dangerous about that situation? I think he just got confused and just did his whistle. <laughs> well, I, think I literally he, think that's what happened. He's like, what's happening? Uh, I got to stop this. And then... What is happening? What yeah. is happening here? There's no way you could think he was in danger. Like, actual danger. There was no danger there. I, I mean, said did grave you, danger? McKee Heinzelman. Oh, my gosh. Wait, what? McKee, did you not see this, Ben? Friday night. Heinzelman got choked out in like a – he was no, coming out the back yeah. door. Show me. And – well, we can't. Um, Damn it all. Big 10 on social rights. But – so basically it's like a single leg position, kind of drape for um, McKee. And he's just like – just got his legs kind of tied around his like And like you could tell McKee – But it wasn't. It was <laughs> – there was one on each and his feet weren't crossed. Yeah, but so I think he just squeezed his thighs enough to where it choked him out. Great thigh power from yeah. Patrick McKee. Uh, and, it's thigh not, masters. I, 
I'm trying to find it on. Oh my gosh, you know Patrick McKee and Malik Heinzelman wrestled in the semifinals at 88 pounds? Fargo? 2014? <laughs> that sounds That's the only match right. I can find. I can't find the real match. Look up select matches, uh, oh, Minnesota, Ohio State, Ohio State, State oh, and Big Ten. That would probably put it on YouTube. Yeah. Come oh, on, yeah. man. Um, usually they, they, they also, um, they will also highlight, like they'll have the name in there, so it'll come up even if you... So the weird thing was they kind of broke the the lock for a stalemate or potentially dangerous, whichever, and Heinzelman kind of like shoved him off, and then he looks, boom, he just drops, like just goes completely out. And then they actually – It was after he got off that he no, yeah, went out. No, it's not on the select matches, guys. I don't know why they wouldn't right, put we, that one on the select we, matches. You need to get your uh, – you have to yeah. fire up your BTM Plus. Um, they have uh, Kale Carlson and, uh, and Karchla, wow. which is – Oh, that's yeah. so Wait. confusing. But it says 184, so that doesn't make sense either. Hold on. No, it's Carl and Kill Carlson. All right, so we're not going to wait for Ben to find that. <laughs> All right, yeah, yeah, okay. Good, keep going. So you and I, Iowa State, had uh, more than a couple pretty notable results. Teske had a uh, big win over Tarakina. He looked really good, yep. uh, and that's a big win for him as he's kind of rounding into form, it seems, uh, late in the year. Biscoglia dominated a Tisoff, which I don't think either of us, any of us. Biscoglia like said, only wrestles one or two point matches, and he's so. really good on. But he is really good on top because he. I watched him at the when they did that tri duel at Missouri. I was impressed with his top skill, not neutral skills, but top skills were really good. And Parker, um, you know, he was losing that match late, and then gets the gets the cradle and almost gets the pin. Yeah, and Happel fights out of it, which was huge for the duel as well. And so Iowa State kind of responds with three in a row with Parker, Deegan, and Carr. Uh, but Carr could not get the major against Holschlag, which you're l- looking no. back, that could have been uh, a huge, huge factor in, in who wins a duel if Bastida doesn't get end up getting the major later. Kekaisen. Yeah. Um, okay, I was really impressed. I told you guys, I sent you guys a text. I was impressed with... Um, Hey, do you know what period the Malik Heinzelman and McKee thing happens in? Third. Third period. Okay, I was really impressed with um, Marcus Coleman's ability to scramble out of some of those takedowns in the first period. It was super impressive. Yeah, he's he's good, man. He's having a good year, which speaks to the level that Kekheisen's at, that he was able to win 7-2. Mm-hmm. Then we had, it comes down to heavyweight Skyler versus Isley. Oh, Damn, was, this marriage. How about you guys didn't talk about this mat return though? Which one? How about this mat return that starts the third period? Heinzelman freaking bombed him. Oh my god. Oh yeah, you dropped him right on his face, didn't he? Yeah, hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. McKee, wow. you got to catch your fault, dude. Yeah. Get your well, McKee kind of like almost turns to Gramby, but doesn't turn to Gramby. Yeah, and he just goes just like, head first. Yes. Wow. And they actually. They stopped the match here, or was they're stopping the match because of it? So yeah, it happens was... with like one thirty-five uh, left in the. Third. And wasn't it close at that point? And then uh, Heinzelman just came back from concussion protocol and yeah, he dominated. Like, oh well, Heinzelman's trying to tap. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh damn! Uh, <laughs> yeah. It just wow. I'm so, I'm shocked he got enough pressure. Wait, where's your other hand at? I need another angle here. It's weird once the pressure got relieved. Uh, does he grab? Is he grabbing his own leg there? Dude, is it like oh, a... Oh, no. So he does... No, he does because his arm... He, he's putting pressure on both sides of the neck because his other arm is coming in. Um, 
and uh, Heinzelman tries to tap, but then uh, goes out. It's crazy how he goes out so fast because the lock is only on for like a couple seconds, right? It's not that's like all, it was an. That's ex- all it takes in those situations. And yeah. what's funny is when they potentially dangerous, he kind of looks like he's still there, and then boom, done. Wow! He, really, as soon as he lets go, he drops. Yes, that was the weird part. But yeah, yeah. then he he's oh fine. God. You know, he was just he just got choked out. It was almost we're like talking about this last week. Yeah, we were talking Wake about back it. up and keep wrestling. Yeah, no big deal. Smacked <laughs> out of it. Yeah, but he came back and he beat him even worse in in the the remainder of the match. So good win for for Heinzelman there, and definitely. Wait, uh, so is that considered injury time, or what do you consider this? He went to concussion what? protocol. So that why would no... they go to concussion protocol? If he got choked out, it's not a concussion. What the hell's wrong? With... Don't these trainers know they're not? Do your job, trainer. He obviously wonder, have a concussion, you moron. I wonder if any time you lose consciousness, if they just that's it just falls under that bucket. But you can see it's his neck. It's very clear. Yeah, I'm just saying maybe there's the rule. Like if someone goes unconscious, it's concussion protocol, whether it's a concussion or not. Okay. Just like fine. someone should look at this guy. I want to yell get... at the trainers. Stop trying to defend them. <laughs> it's probably not. It's, I guarantee it's probably like an NCAA official Yeah, rule. I got you. I got you. Uh, so anyway, Heinzelman wins. Also, the trainers can't be blamed because obviously Ohio State trainers is going to want to go into concussion protocol to give Heinzelman as much time as possible and not choice. Yeah, and then he immediately takes down McKee afterwards. Like Heinzelman's kind of looking good, guys. But he was yeah, looking really good at the end of last year, season. and then he, he crushed my fantasy team. Okay. So Iowa State UNI was uh, – yeah, definitely the duel of the of the weekend, in my opinion. There are some other good ones, but that Isley was, is back. Isley's back, but he lost. He did kind of blow it down. Um, well, he gave up a. All right, so John Kozak sent me a. He just sent me a DM from the rule book, and uh, I I'm gonna take umbrage with this. But um, the the wording says any hold with pressure exerted over the opponent's mouth, nose, throat, or neck that restricts breathing or circulation is illegal. Um, I want to say, do you guys not know that's like 80, 80 different wrestling holds a front headlock does that a headlock does that? Like there's so many moves that do this. So that it, that's kind of ridiculous. Well, the rules are the rules. Yes. Sure. All right. Um, next up, where do we want to go? Oh man. Gable's final match. Holy smokes. Awesome. He, he went. So hard at, at Orndorff and got the, got the tech, and then he got talked trying to pin him in the first period for a minute. Yes, I mean he was tilting him up. He was just doing everything, everything yeah. he wanted. It was. He's he never ceased. He continues to get better and better. Then the backflip at the end for his final f- home match is pretty freaking awesome. He brought it out of retirement. Yeah, he said it was done, but he can't resist. I didn't know if he'd have enough yeah. room. He kind of started his backflip like really like deep into the match. I was like, he's gonna like end up hitting the, but the ultimate athlete, <laughs> the ultimate body awareness. There it is. Yeah, here we go. You're if you're watching, yeah. you can see the takes a bow. That's how Ben Askren went out. I remember. I did a backflip for sure. <laughs> you did a bow. You passed. Can you do a backflip? No, never been able to do a backflip. Very. Have you worked at it? Jake Herbert's like, I can teach anyone uh, to do a backflip. 
I have not worked. I, I've, I mean, I've definitely, when I was younger, I've definitely tried a significant amount of times. I wouldn't say I've like worked very clearly at it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, where do we go? Should we go to some questions? I mean, a nice weekend for Rayvon Foley. He beats both uh, yeah, Chris Cannon yeah. and Dylan Ragason. Yeah, he's he beat- rounding in the form. I mean, Michigan State, Caffey's starting to look better too. Yep. Uh, Michigan State get a couple guys on the All American podium. Yep, that would be big for them. Um, Tanner Huffman, DeSanto hasn't scored an offensive point against RBY or Fix since 2019. Is aggressiveness overrated for elite wrestlers? I don't think it's overrated. Um, no, but I, I, well, I just talked about this. I did a very long mental Monday yesterday. Um, and I talked about aggressiveness is something that wanes in effectiveness the older you get the younger you are right if you're like a little aggressive eight-year-old it's highly effective because everyone's intimidated um but aggression is always beneficial in last year's day always is is generally beneficial in wrestling um DeSanto just can't against right it's it's really against two really really good guys we're not talking about like he can't beat number 16 that's not the case but against two really guy really really good guys who are highly proficient Aggression is not going to get him over the hump against these guys. He has to have the key to unlock the technical finishes against RY and Dayton Fix. And it's a very tough solution. Obviously, it can be done, but it's not easy. Yes, uh, I agree. I, I think the point that Tanner's getting at is all his pressure and hand fighting, is it is it overrated? And I don't think it is. I think, I think it's essential to his – I think it's what yes. keeps him in these matches, right? Um. He's, He's, well, absolutely. Sure. He's not able to get those kind of stall calls and the kind of movement. Fernando's good at technically. He might as well. Well, but if he so say I gave him say uh, I gave him or someone gave him, and he was able to find the solution of finishing the leg attack. That would also keep him in the matches too, right? So it's For not. Sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next up. Current flow rankings were the seeds for NCAs. Is there a more fire bracket than 149? There's some crazy matchups in pre-quarters, pre-semis, and semis. Pile, too bad your really? boy Bo probably draws in against Sasso. Yeah, too bad for Sasso. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, that's not ideal for Sammy, even though he'll It'll be he'll a close him. match. Yeah, it's been close both times they wrestled. Um, but, yeah, let's look at Bye. what that would be. 49 is deep. It is. I mean, G's 18th, Sherman 16th, Bartlett 15th. So you're looking at uh, what? So I feel like that. I so I actually feel op, kind of I, I don't know opposite of 97, where I'm like uh, this. I mean, like they're even, but I don't feel I don't feel as highly about these guys as I do. Oh, you know, or say 65. I think has a, a few more guys who are really good. I feel really highly about the the top three, but then even like Austin Gomez having a great year, but I. Didn't think he was great coming in this year. Ridge love it. It does some really good things, but is you know has weaknesses. Andonian same thing. You know yeah. as we go down. Also, all roads, similar. all roads lead to Yanni, where that's not the case at 197. Yeah, that's this, true. Yes, I, this weight for me is not as deep as as uh, as 97, um, but it does yeah. have the big boss. Two, and then uh, yeah, and I guess Sassel to that point, Sasso's kind of a second boss because I don't think he's lost anyone besides Austin O'Connor in two years, right? Don't sleep on Tariq either. Tariq's been good. I mean, he was third last year. A lot of good wins. 
It's it's a it's an interesting way. Man, Gomez versus Wilson would be an interesting one. Uh, would like to see Love Gomez Yanni's this week because they wrestle Sunday. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Gomez Yanni. Yeah. I think that's. I mean, listen, everyone's a tough matchup for Yanni or for yeah. Everyone matches has a tough matchup with him. But yeah, the forty nine forty nine is fun. Uh, we also had a question while we're on forty nine. How many All Americans will the state of North Carolina colleges have at? Uh, 149. The over and under was two and a half because you've got Austin Gomez, you've got um, Jonathan Milner, Josh Heil. And... Austin Gomez. Why did you say Austin Gomez? They Excuse me. Because I, I meant Tariq Wilson. <laughs> I get those two confused all the time. Very, very easily. Very similar, very similar wrestlers. Um, and then Zach Sherman also for, for UNC factors in there. So I would I think say the over under he said mm. is two and a half. I would definitely take the under there. I would definitely take the under. I think it should be more like two and two. Two's a push. Yeah, um, I'd honestly sure. say one and a half. Um, yeah, I mean one and a half is probably yeah, would get some extra. Yeah, I mean so obviously when I say like, you know, I feel like a Heil at nine, Murin at ten, Thomas at eleven. Like these guys can definitely pick off some of those higher ranked guys. And I, I think the top three, Wilson, Sasso, and Yanni, and they're almost, in my opinion, almost on their own islands. I guess maybe I should wait and see Tariq versus Sasso before I totally make that call, but I kind of feel that way. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Um, o Nickel origin stories aside, what's the state of wrestling in the state of Texas? So the yeah, state Christian, is... What is the state? The state is we have... A lot of wrestlers um we have a lot of um women's wrestling as well i think the most of any state but um you know it's not super elite you get you get the aj's you get the bow nickels you know we've had slay and tervell and so there have been some Texas. damn you're going back far huh yeah i'm just saying there's been <laughs> you know uh you know kennedy monday sort sort you know kind of from texas a little bit but it, there's not a ton of super elite schools or coaching, which is going to limit yeah. limit the upside for sure. Um, that that's the key point right there. I think is that um, because there hasn't been uh, there's been minimal college wrestling in Texas, you're not getting high school coaches who have a lot of skills um, and can really bring the level of wrestling up. And until that happens, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons why. You know, to say Pennsylvania, the whole area is so tough is they have so many colleges that have wrestling, and a lot of those colleges go. You know, they they some of those guys graduate and they go coach high school, and then the high school kids are getting a really high level of coaching. To yeah. contrast that, North Carolina has how many colleges? Fifty eleven. And they still stink. And yeah, you know, their high school wrestling not They're like seventy ones. Yeah, I, yeah, that is curious. I I do think about That's that. It's more I than twice as many as Iowa. I so I think like. Pennsylvania guys, they go off to college, they wrestle, and then they move back to Pennsylvania, and then they coach. Like, there's some coaching. Yeah. I forget who even told me, but like, just one youth club that like run of the mill youth club has like three NCAA qualifiers coaching at it. It's not even like a not a young guns. That's what type I'm saying. Just, yeah. It's just like everywhere. So you're just exposed to so much more. And that well, just... I saw, yeah, my buddy Matt Pell's in PA now, and him and his like him and Andy Reynolds. It's like the youth club has two All Americans in their room. You know, D1 All-Americans in the room. It's crazy. Yeah, that's that's just such a that's such a huge advantage. Like in Texas, a lot of the a lot of the coaches are football coaches. Like, you know, they yes. coach football and then they coach wrestling and their their background's not in wrestling. 
So it that, that makes it tougher. But obviously Texas has athletes. We've got the talent base. We could be as good as anyone, but I think coaching is is huge. So that's if I had to describe it, that's how I would describe it. Uh, state yeah. championships are this week down in oh, Houston. Oh baby. Bring it home. Bring bring home bring home a ring. Get you one of these. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. High school teams are actually like in the Austin area. How many high school teams do they actually have? Are they do they all have wrestling? Is it like half of them? Is it a quarter of them? Is it where are we at? I would bet seventy five percent have wrestling. In, in oh, our yeah, area, that many. That's why. Yeah, in our area, most do. Like, I think all Round so Rock's like huge school division here. Right. I think every high school. Round Rock has it. Every Pflugerville, I think most of the Austin, the Lake Travis area. So I think pretty much all of them okay. have wrestling. Now maybe West Texas, I don't know. It's like it's like a different country basically. But Texas is so big, people don't. It's so freaking large. It's 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 insane. Like we're Central Texas, and I think the Western border is like ten hours away or something insane. Yes, something crazy. It's big and okay. Next question. Most likely 2022 will mark 15 years since someone other than Penn State, Iowa, or Ohio State won a team title. Would you bet on those three teams to win the next 15 or the field to get at least one? Oh, I said the field gets one. You do? Yeah, there's just so many There's so many moving parts that you can't control. <laughs> and um, and we're not saying that the, the field gets a bunch. We're just saying the field, right? The field gets one. That's all. So I think the chances of that are probably more likely than opposite. Yes. So in, in addition, hold on. What? Sorry. Yeah. One more thing is, I think there'll probably be some coaching changes if we go 15 years out. That's a good point. So in those field teams, you've got the Oklahoma State, you've got Michigan, you've got um, Arizona State. Uh, there's a lot of teams that are going to be in that mix. So I. I would think at at some point one of those teams will get it. Uh, hopefully, I mean you don't. I don't think you want the same two teams, three teams winning, <clears throat> you know, every year. But that's kind of what yeah. we have in wrestling when you look at it. Yeah, I think there's only. I think when Missouri got ranked number one when I was there, there's only there had only been eleven other teams who had been even not not one, but been ranked number one. Yeah, that's insane. That's yes. a very low number. Ben, I looked it up. Twelve of the thirteen. Austin Independent School District high schools have wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Nice. There's like not a lot of rest, you know. Yeah. So that's that's a lot. All right. Mm-hmm. Next question. That does not include the burbs. No burbs. When's the last time multiple returning champs started the following season but didn't compete at the national championship? So we're talking about Spencer and AJ. Mm, I don't know. Interesting. I I don't I cannot. It recall. has to have had happen, but two two champs. Uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, even Makai Lewis competed at the national tournament. One time, yeah. Dustin Schlater was not a returning national champ, but he was a national champ, and then he did not get to wrestle his senior NCAAs, though he qualified. An Olympic, an Olympic redshirt year, like the year Yanni didn't. <clears throat> yeah, but that, but the, this guy's cr- lefty strats criteria started. is that they started the season. Oh, yeah. 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 So, so I don't think that – I would say – I would bet that hasn't happened. To have two yeah. champs come back and then be gone. Very unfortunate. That one would take some homework. Kozak. Kozak. He finds everything That fast. sounds like something Ben would assign us to do. Go look back in the entire history. You guys need a division that does that. You need a division. 
Like the, like the stock traders got quants. You guys need is a, a bunch of dudes sitting around computers ready to look up stats. When whenever we have the desire to know a stat, you guys go go to the room, guys. I need a stat. I need a stat. Give me it. Fine, yeah. search. Listen, Can't... you guys got enough money on there. Well, build build a staff. Piles, find a bunch of nerds you want to sit in computers. Maybe we are. <laughs> we got we got plans. With Ferrari out, who's left that could be a five-timer? Just Starachi? How about four-timer with five cracks at it? Um, how would the legacy of each five-timer and a four-out-of-five-timer be thought of in comparison to a true four-timer? Uh, I think that if... I think they would be looked at differently if they won four and had five cracks, right? Especially if... Um, As you should. Excuse me. Um, yes. But it would be weird if someone won feels four. feels like it shouldn't count. But what if someone won four and then lost on their fifth fifth attempt? Like if Starachi you won... You went four for four. Yeah. I mean, then that would be a little bit differently. But I, th I think we it, it is viewed... Uh, it is viewed differently. But like Carr... So Carr, I would say, Carr's different because he can win four, and he sort of had five tries, but not really because he didn't he, get an NCAA. He, did, he did not. A, yeah, he but, didn't have five tries. He didn't have five tries, but at the same time, yeah. um, he got probably, two years. Yeah, same time, yes. he got an extra extra year of practice essentially, which is a little different. But he a lot of guys he do. didn't have five tries. Yeah, he didn't have five tries. Right. <clears throat> But he was no one was picking or very few were picking David Carter win NCAs that what would have been his freshman. He year. lost to Deacon at CKLB that year. Yeah. So that 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 would it, it would be an interesting one if David Carr won because you, you got two, both mm -hmm. sides of the coin. He didn't get a chance to win his freshman year, so that makes it right. But then he probably wouldn't have won that year. So he could win four and go undefeated in those four years. That would be yeah. He definitely could. He definitely could. And I, I wonder, see, my question is, he stays at 57. If he wins this year and he just stays 57 for his career, I'm not sure who comes and emerges as a, as a real threat to David Carr in the future. For if real. he goes up to 65, There's some threats. he's going to be going, I mean, it's obviously Keegan, I think, is probably a career 65. He's pretty... I, pretty, I think so, yeah. Pretty skinny I guy. Think. I don't see him getting much bigger. Although he could start to get some man muscles and get a little bigger. Those uh, are... his dad, <clears throat> Brian O'Toole's got little buggy whips for arms. So I don't know. <laughs> buggy <laughs> whips? <laughs> you're so Brian's folksy, man. You're, you're, you're changing your name whip, from though. Funky Ben to Folksy Ben Askren. Folksy? Buggy. What does that mean? What does that mean? You know, I don't know. Folksy. Like, he's, you know, I still, I still, he's I'll tell you, I stole that term. A, I don't know. Bull something. Oh. Hey, I stole that Not term from uh, the, the, the Steiner brothers. They, uh, they see, I bet they're, they I bet the Steiner brothers are, are, are folksy. But they kind of got buggy whips too, so I don't know why they were making fun of other people with buggy whips. The Steiners were pretty you know, jacked. Not... What are you talking about? This, listen, no, Terry, they're Terry's... like long. And, I mean, they're leanish. They're super low body fat, but they're like long and they're not like bulky. Listen, I, I bet they have bigger biceps than you, Ben. Listen, I didn't claim that big biceps, but I'm saying if you're gonna say someone else has got buggy whips and you got buggy whips, it don't make a whole lot of sense. The Steiners are are uh, they are like very le lean and legendary. And, they still yeah. work out like like maniacs. I'm saying I didn't say they didn't. 
I just said, I said, I said, I said, they made fun of other people for having buggy whips and they had buggy whips. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. Enough buggy whip chat. You got buggy whips, piles. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, Any other questions before we depart here? Uh, um, let me think. Hey, we got matches tomorrow night. So like we talked about, I think. Yeah, Mizzou, Iowa State is tomorrow night, and I think uh, you and I, Wisconsin, might be tomorrow night. They're not tomorrow; they're Thursday. They're they're soon. So, JD, if we want to do some picks on those, we should probably put them in the dock tomorrow. Good point. Good point by Ben. When, and also, JD is not going to be here because he's going to Iowa, back to the homeland. Oh, for the high school state tournament. Yeah, yes, I am. He's going to enter. He's going to try to so win. I mean, JD's getting his butt kicked to pound picks. Anyways, he should probably just retire. <laughs> <laughs> he tied me last week. Yeah, I'm still up like I think five picks or. Uh, you've been losing a lot, Christian. All right, so Northern Iowa Wisconsin is on Thursday, which is live on Flow. Let me check Missouri. I'll be there in two seconds. Missouri wrestling schedule. I'm. I would say Missouri's Wednesday at. Wednesday Central, and they usually they have a streaming. You guys may need to go get this you duel because Thursday. They don't have a streaming button here, which that's kind of sketching me out. Like we're not gonna get to watch it or something. Look into it. We'll try to look into it. Yeah, we'll look into it. Okay, so that's fun. We will be back tomorrow. Ben will be back. JD's gone. He's fleeing the state. Who we bringing? We bringing Bader in or something? Uh, Christian, I didn't realize. I did not realize. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna warn you again. You're letting me and Bader do conference weekend by ourselves. I know. (laughs) <laughs> I know. I know what I've done. I've been, created hey, a monster. This, we're coming up on JD, the one year anniversary of the Great Snowpocalypse of Austin, Texas. Where I was in I, Iowa. <laughs> yes, I was in Virginia. We got stranded and uh that was a wild a wild time. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Brian O'Toole's already harassing me. He's he must be listening live because I called said he got buggy whips. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> buggy whips. Uh, All right, Folksy Ben. For Folksy Ben, JD, I'm Christian Piles. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday. We sure will. Giggling Ben is out. And we'll see you then. Thanks so much. All right. Happy day. Goodbye.